Welcome to the Drive Time Pod. It's a show where us white bitches talk about whatever the hell we want. My name is Mariah. I'm Corey. And I'm Sarah. And today we are going to get back to Hogwarts because we're talking about a Harry Potter musical and a Harry Potter sequel. Flute powder power. Flute powder power. Flute powder power. So um, before we get started, what is everyone drinking? I have eggnog. Whoa, <laughs> boozy or, or not? Not. I was just very excited that listen, there was eggnog out. Listen, um, oh, yeah. I'm only allowing this because when this drops, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. But it right. is. But because it is a week before in recording time, I do not approve. <laughs> I would like you to know that they now have pumpkin spice eggnog. <laughs> no, gross. Eggnog. Which I did not get. I do. Eggnog has a time and place and flavor profile. And if you mess with that, (laughs) we don't want that. Yes, not in this house. It's (laughs) the one thing I'm like, booze is needed. I can't drink it anyways, but. Oh, well, yeah, because you have. Um, I have like, the first time I ever had eggnog with booze, I was like, oh, no, I don't like this. I'm like one of those people. That's like, I... I just want straight up eggnog, no chaser. Yeah, I was way too old when I learned that eggnog came with booze. Oh, yeah. Like, I had no idea. We just always drank the milky eggnog, stuff, you know, without any yeah. rum or anything. Yeah, but now we know. Um, yep. Excuse me. Uh, I just had soup. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little... Uh... Burpees, well, so what are here, you guys drinking? I'm drinking water because I just had some spicy soup. Mm. <laughs> I'm what, not what judging. Kind of soup. What? What kind of soup? Oh, it, it's pho. Okay. Oh, yeah, yes. I had, I had, Did you just add like extra stuff to it to make it spicy? I mean, yes and no. Um, I mean, yes by spicy, no. I mean like it had spices in it, not like that it was hot spicy. You know, oh, like, okay. you know, <laughs> it was seasoned. <laughs> Listen, like, you didn't bitches, just put like jalapenos yeah. in it. Okay. So this is what I put in it. Are you ready? Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, well. it's crazy, y'all. I put in Lao Gama, which is mm-hmm. like spicy mm-hmm. garlic mm-hmm. chili, mm-hmm. but like lame white people Lao Gama that I got from Ralph's and not like an Asian market because <laughs> you got uh-huh. from Ross. Ralph's, Ralph's, not Ross. Ralph's. Ralph's, which is like Ralph's King is, Supers. Yeah, it's a grocery store in SoCal. Oh my god, I was like, where the, the Colorado hell did you find that in a Ross? Listen, you can find a lot of shit in a Ross. I know, I know, I wasn't judging Anywho's that all. part of it. Jalapeno slices, Lagama, yeah. Sriracha, which by the way, I, I was like literally 2020 when I got my shit together about Sriracha, because you mm. know. Mm-hmm. Living with my roommates eat like crazy spicy. Like they're like the people who are like, oh yeah, uh, we watch hot ones, and so we want we want like the hottest shit that we ever have when it comes to <laughs> hot sauces. Like they're gonna do like two million Scoville units on my pizza, and I'm like, that's that's a no. lot, and I don't agree with that um, because <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> but so that means I have now like over the course of my many years living with them, being like, okay, so I'll to I'll like. On a scale of like one to like five thousand, I'll take like five thousand Scoville units, but only like a little bit, you know, you know. 
you'll know. Mm-hmm. Um, this is derailed. Anyway, sorry. It sure has. What, I, <laughs> I am drinking a Crayon Raspberry Spindrift. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right. So All that's, right. What, what, that's what we're doing. So the first thing I want to really quickly talk about is, okay, um, spoiler alert. Uh, we will be spoiling everything, but you know, if you listen to the Harry Potter music, the Harry Potter podcast, which happened what two weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, something like that. It's the same story, but better. So um, <laughs> let's let's talk. Um, I would first of all, where are you going to find this? You're going to find this on YouTube under the Star Kid Productions or Team Storm Steam. Wow! Wow! Team, <laughs> team Star Kid YouTube channel and. Um, so Star Kid Productions is this like comedy musical theater group that started off in like Ann Arbor slash University of Michigan. Um, and they're actually named after the movie that is it like called Star Kid, where like an alien robot comes down to Earth and then l- little baby Joe Mazzello, who's the little baby from uh, Jurassic Park from last week, uh, <laughs> is the star of that movie. <laughs> And so they're like, this is nice. like the silliest movie ever. We love it. We're going to name our production company after it, which is like hilarious. And so they actually have a little Star Kid reference in I think all of their shows. Just like little guy. Um, so yeah, that's why they're called Star Kid. So I love that. Yeah, and they're cute. Um, so this debuted in April of 2009 um, on like the University of Michigan campus. And it was originally called HP the Musical. Um, but because, um, you know, Warner Brothers found out about it. <laughs> oh, I was wondering. Yeah, Warner Brothers found out about it. And so they're like doing a cease and desist on some like 19 year old kids. They were like, <laughs> uh, so we're going to change it and make it an official parody. So um, they don't make like any money off of the um, the ads or anything that's on YouTube. because that's how they can get around the copyright laws um because and they have a very fun disclaimer at the beginning they do they do have a huge disclaimer that's not associated with warner brothers or jk rowling or anything like that Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. so the first musical it was called hp the musical they changed it to a very potter musical which is honestly in my opinion a better title thoughts a hundred percent agree yeah Right. And then two years later, they developed a sequel because this production company, they have like 10 or 11 um, mm-hmm. musicals. And so H- the Harry Potter is just one of a few that are actually published. They actually did some before Harry Potter musical, which is crazy to me. I've never that I've never heard of. But anyway, before we get started, I'm going to do some plot synopses that I have written myself. Um, so are we ready? Yes. Yes. Okay. So this is a very Potter musical. 12 year old Harry Potter is going back to Hogwarts for his second year. (laughs) He has to deal with Snape who hates him. The house cup tournament, which is like the Triwizard tournament, but not at all. His crush on Southern debutante Cho Chang, who is a fucking boyfriend (laughs) and the incessant bullying of one Draco Malfoy. And oh yeah, the dark Lord is back. And he tap dances. <laughs> That's it. That's Correct. The show. That's it. That's the show. <laughs> There's lots of singing. <laughs> and Wait. a surprise tap dance number that you didn't uh-huh. see coming. Oh my god. And what? Voldemort is short shirtless for a majority of the show. Oh my god. <laughs> like literally, mm. okay, so let's talk about 
So do we do we want to just do these plot synopsis of the yes. second one to second one, and then we'll just talk about all of, both of them together? Yeah, sounds great. Okay, so then, so obviously, a very Potter musical. It ends. Spoiler alert: the Dark Lord is defeated. But we'll talk more <laughs> about like the, the the aftermath. And so, when the Dark Lord is defeated, all the Death Eaters have to deal with that. You know, Lord Voldemort. Um. So, in a very Potter sequel. We use the time turner to go back to HP's freshman year at Hogwarts. HP learns about the wizarding world and forms friendships with everyone's favorite characters. But his freshman year is plagued with multiple people trying to kill him. Up to two, and including Dolores Jane Umbridge, his dad's best friend, traitor, Sirius Black, and Lucius <laughs> fucking Malfoy. <laughs> this musical has everything a libretto by emmy award winner Darren chris red vines product placement consensual sense <laughs> consensual sex with centrals and lots and lots of potty talk <laughs> yes <laughs> yes <laughs> like these musicals are they are like, ridiculous they're so goddamn ridiculous can i tell you what i thought these please were? please do tell because so I have not, I've never seen them until this week. I like legitimately, yesterday. <laughs> yeah, like literally. Um, and um, I always thought, because I'd hear people talk about it or whatever, I always thought it was like a five minute video, like that, you know, Snape, Snape. Oh, so, very Potter, like, Puppet Pals. Yeah, like I legit thought like a very Potter musical was just like a five minute video like that. And unless somebody hands it to me, I don't go searching for those kinds of videos. Like it's just not my thing. And so, if I had known years ago that this is what this was, I 100% would have been on the bandwagon. But I just thought it was like one of those five-minute videos that <laughs> are fine. They're funny, but I don't go searching for them, you know? Yeah, no, mm-hmm. it's a fully – It's two, a full-on full, – Fully realized, completely mm-hmm. produced yeah. comedy parody musical about <laughs> – lovingly rendered, by the way, about Harry Potter. Like, mm-hmm. it's incredible. So, um, Sarah – Yes. Since we just found out that Corey's literally watched it for the first time yesterday. Um, <laughs> where did you come up? Where did you find this? Freshman year of college, man. I think. Because it came mm-hmm. out the, the semester we graduated high school. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, it did, well, it appeared they, they did it in April they 2009, did it. but it came out on the internet. Like they published it on YouTube in June. Yeah. So it came out later but i don't think i officially saw it until freshman year of college um or maybe even that summer to be i don't know i saw it fairly soon to the internet Mm -hmm. uh once it came on youtube like the one that's currently on that they show is not the version that i saw originally yeah i was thinking the same thing they've taken it off and they've re-uploaded it so um it is not there's like and then it's not the same version that i had uh, my friend burned the music onto a a cd for me and i had it memorized and right and so there's a part where harry gets like i hate that guy and it's like did someone say draco malfoy oh so that so that's like an actually a thing that people do for broadway and just like musical theater in general yeah that they'll edit things out um, on the on the cd change things up well and they but they didn't say it exactly that way this time around Mm -hmm. they introduced draco differently which was fine like it's not it does not bother me i just noticed it um but i watched it so many times 
like as a freshman in college, <laughs> I would go over to friend's dorm and we'd watch it together. Um, and yeah, love, loved it, had the CD, played it all the time. I just talked to my sister who now we know I'm almost 30. My sister is two years younger than me. And I was like, Hey, um, I feel like we should watch a Harry Potter musical and a Harry Potter sequel sometime soon. And she was like, uh, yeah, whose house do you want to do it at? <laughs> like immediately down for it. She's like, okay, and we're inviting Kelly, right? Like getting my other sister <laughs> on. Yay. Like it, it's, it's just, we love it so much. It was basically as soon as we saw it, and this was before, you know, and I'm sure Mariah will talk about it, Darren, Chris, was Darren joined, Chris? Was Darren Chris? <laughs> like everyone had no idea who he was when they, you know, when he joined Glee. But I had been like, re- like prowling the internet. I watched Teenage Dream multiple times before I actually saw the episode that he like was on. But that was the first song he sang because I was so in love with him from a Harry Potter musical, with good reason because he's delightful absolutely um so you like watched it in college for the first time like literally august slash september probably like i don't did i tell you about it or did you find no you didn't tell me about it we found out that we both knew about it (laughs) 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 perfect (laughs) but no i don't know if you ever met my friend savannah um she lived in north and she had like a nice dorm and sometimes we would see like i don't know i compartmentalize my life and my friends so friend groups don't intermingle she was high school friend at college and i don't know if you ever met her oh no she was the one yeah you know yeah um so i have different like friend groups and they may hear each other's names but they usually never meet each other (laughs) <laughs> so, yes fair like, enough the likelihood of i don't you might have met in passing because they probably were we were all at like similar events and i like showed up with them and then saw you and our friends that we have together absolutely but yeah no she, um yeah but yeah she was the one who showed it to me she was the one who gave me the cd copy of it as well and i would go over to her dorm room and watch it she actually had like her dad helped her burn the YouTube videos to DVDs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so that we could watch it on her TV. Cause at the time you couldn't watch YouTube videos on TV. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Isn't that crazy to think about? And the fact that you could own the limit of what you could upload to YouTube at that point was 10 minutes. Yeah. Which is oh, why, is that eat- why they're also yeah. why there's 30 videos oh. in it because you have to keep them. Shorter. Under 10 minutes, which is why most, like, they try to set it up so, like, there was natural scene breaks. And honestly, while I was watching it, um, because I had it on autoplay, and, like, yeah. so many of them don't have any ads on them. So, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it was just, like, it felt like a seamless wa- movie watching experience. I was like, thank you, YouTube. You made this way easier for me. Yeah. And when I first watched these, and I had to, like, literally at the end of the video, type in the search bar the title... Mm-hmm. And then, like, part act one, part oh, six, oh they god, weren't in awful. playlists yet. That wasn't really a thing, so it might recommend the next one, but it might recommend the one before. <laughs> like, oh, dude, had- it, dude, I actually like looked at the Wayback Machine and like that kind of stuff. 
there were no recommended videos that like that didn't exist until 2012 on youtube isn't that freaking crazy like the lengths that i freaking went to to watch this shit (laughs) versus i just sat it down on my phone and watched it (laughs) in one smooth setting (laughs) so um to like figure so i had to actually like think about how i figured out about this um so what i what i did okay hold on so this came out in 2009 so um a couple of years previously i had been um in a like i was at our girl scout camp and so one of my fellow campers slash counselor in training because like that's what our camp it was like you know leadership training or whatever um we were all mutually very nerdy together and so these are the people who like introduced me to doctor who for the first time and like love that that kind of shit yeah mm-hmm. i'm in the middle it's, it's 2009 it's j- summer i am having the best time of my life i am getting ready to go to college and i am in a musical um um, I, we're doing Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Excellent. It's great, right? Like, fabulous. To this mm-hmm. day, I can still tell you all of the colors in Joseph's coat. Um, <laughs> Fantastic. All of his brothers. Um, it's ridiculous. But anyway. Um, hey, so keep, I get a that text. For, keep that for a random Bible trivia night. You got it. You You'll got need it. it. <laughs> My favorite name is uh, uh, Zebulum. <laughs> yep. I so went good. to school with a kid named that. No oh, God, that's awful. <laughs> we just called him Zeb, but good. yes, mm-hmm. great. <laughs> Zeb, I love that. That's a Star Wars character. Anyway, uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, so Correct. I get a text, random text out of the blue. That's like, have you heard of a very Potter musical? And I was like, no. What? And they're like, search it up on YouTube. And so I get home at like you know one o'clock in the morning because shows and then you're young and you're driving mm-hmm. around and doing all this shit so i was like oh like oh i'll check it out like it's probably like 10 minutes one video <laughs> <laughs> and it was not Mm-mm. it was not no and so i was able to watch like maybe two at the two of them at once and i was like this is fucking the funniest thing ever and one thing i will say because they have re-uploaded it mm-hmm. they've re-uploaded it with better sound quality yes Oh, oh my okay. God, girl. It's I was gonna say, like the sound quality the wasn't that, dude. No. Dude, but it wasn't as bad as I was prepared for. Hear it, like the first time. You had done I was like full you, volume, full volume in Headphones. your ears, <laughs> and you could still barely make out what they were saying. Like they mm. took it to somebody, and I'm. I thank them. I thank them because, like, I'm so excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I watched it, and then um. I watched, I was able to watch it over the course of like maybe three or four days. And by the time I finally got through it after like, you know, being in a show, I immediately called up our, everyone's mutual friend, Nat, our, she's obsessed with Harry Potter too. And I was like, listen, girl, you mm-hmm. got to watch this with me right now. What are you doing? And so like, I feel, I feel like I sat her down and was like, listen, it's a musical, but it's about Harry Potter and it's choppy and weird and you can barely hear it, but I promise you it's worth it. And that's like what I say to every single person that yep. I'm like, it's the quality is garbage but the quality is amazing so you have to stick through it i mm-hmm. promise you it's worth it and every per- like almost every single person i recommend this to i i know it's their niche and they're like i was kind of worried about you Corey. i'm not gonna lie but <laughs> it was i'm amazing. so glad that you liked it <laughs> like so Corey, what were what were the, some of the things that you liked about it what made it a magic jesus experience? I, I don't even know like 
I can't even. I, okay. Just for one, the characterization of people is fucking hilarious. <laughs> right? Like, like the way Snape kind of like skulks around and makes weird faces. And just, oh my god! Especially in the first one, Draco Malfoy never like walks. Yes, she, the the actress, like, like the goddess. I don't even know. Yes, Lauren Lopez. <laughs> fucking lover she like dances or like is laying on the ground worming her way around around. the stage and like what is even happening and then i just love the little there's like little things too where like they have the sorting hat and then they have the sorting scarf scarf of (laughs) sexual preference scarf of sexual preference and they're like what did you get sorted as (laughs) waiting till marriage waiting till marriage No, 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 your house. Oh, Hufflepuff. (laughs) Or whatever. So good. Oh, my Um, God. And, like, Voldemort and Quirrell. What a love story. What What an amazing... Like, like, truthfully, there were moments for me watching both of these shows where I was like, this is more emotional than the actual Harry Potter. Like, there Mm -hmm. there are moments that are way way better done in this these musicals than in the movies especially the movies and but sometimes both. better than the books yeah. absolutely yes okay okay mm-hmm. but but really yeah truthfully Voldemort's characterization and like him wanting to like he's just like I just everyone always leaves me I just want somebody to want to take over the world with me <laughs> and like <laughs> <laughs> and <Crow>. the conference <laughs> okay i legit so i was watching some of this while i was working and then i like had to stop and watch it at night because coral and voldemort so basically coral walks out on stage and for them to do the back of the head thing they just have a whole nother guy plastered <laughs> to the back yeah. of coral <laughs> So Coral has this like gigantic turban and there's a jo- there's a person behind him attached to his back and everyone mm-hmm. just like pretends it's not happening. Exactly. So when they go to bed, it's two physical bodies <laughs> <laughs> trying to go to bed. And, you and won't they... sleep on your tummy. You won't you sleep, on, sleep your back. on your back. We're quite a kooky couple, you'll, you'll agree. agree. Oh my god. But like, so that alone, the physical comedy was like holy shit amazing but then like they lay down and they're finally both on their sides and Voldemort's like why didn't you fold the clothes <laughs> why are Which the I'm clothes like, still on the couch you're, I was like you're right Voldemort would be a control freak right? he, he, would, would, he would be a clean control freak absolutely. freaking lutely yeah. everything has their place muggles have their place oh my muggles have your place and, and so, so do your, your clothes. clothes namely a dresser <laughs> oh my god and like in the second show like the way that they showed harry and ron becoming best friends through red vines but the thing is that is how 11 year olds pick their friends yeah like it's real that is legit how you make friends when you are a child i like red vines what is your favorite way to say red Red vines vines. like i hope they were getting paid by red vine or something because the product placement was like beyond spectacular i have a feeling that they were not and they were just doing it for a joke i I love it i love it and um 
sorry, and then I'll stop. But like, there's no, even continue. like a part in the second movie where I don't know exactly what was happening, but they were like running to go chase after somebody, and Ron didn't make it back on stage. <laughs> And he comes out, like, in his robe or something, and they're like, hey, Ron, like, where were you? And he goes, oh, it's attached by magic. And it's like, I think, like, his costume change didn't work, and so they just rolled with it. (laughs) But it's so perfect, and it is so professionally done. Like, you would think you were watching, like, a Broadway comedy, not, like, a college play. Yeah. And that's, that's, like, the beautiful thing is that, that, like, most of those actors stay with star kid as they grow and become more professional Mm -hmm. and so like it's so great to see little lauren lopez and little joey richter as like 22 year olds and like um baby joe walker like Mm -hmm. and then see them as they grow up and mature and become more professional and like way funnier but also better actors as uh, overall in general so i'm like that's what was so beautiful for me because I haven't watched these in so long and I've watched every single one of their musicals that's out except for the latest one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. and I went to go see the reunion. <laughs> oh, yes. I which I it. want to watch. There's a documentary on YouTube about the reunion, mm-hmm. which I watched. Um, and I kept an eye out when they showed, like, you know, the people who were attending the reunion because I was like, maybe I'll see Mariah. I did not see. I know. I was in the boonies. Oh, but like, dude, going to the reunion, I'd like to talk about that later if there is time, but like, it wasn't a magical experience for me and my cousin who went with me who had no idea what was happening. Uh, (laughs) I love that. I wish I I could have gone. Oh my gosh. It was so good. Anyway, so Sarah, what is, what's like, what do you like about these musicals what makes them so fabulous and magical to you for me it's just it combines the love of harry potter with the joy of fan fiction and musicals like i just i don't know i love a very potter musical so very much it's so funny um i have it you know i have like all the words memorized i was watching it at work today um (laughs) Like, while I was doing work, and I was in an office completely by myself, and I'm, like, mouthing all the words <laughs> to everything for, like, basically the first act I still have memorized, you know? And I haven't watched it in, like, five years. It's, right, So same. it's, like, it's, like, the nostalgia factor. It's so funny. The comedic timing of everyone involved is so good. And then it's, like... They took the characters and they made them the way they should have been. Yes. <laughs> like, you have a question and we'll talk about it, but it's like characterizations that are true and then ones that are m- like major departures from like the book and movie. And I wrote next to that question when I wrote down my notes. I'm like, but they feel accurate. <laughs> yeah, like that's the thing. <laughs> like, like, I feel <laughs> like. Well, they and I don't know if at the time that they did this, if Dumbledore had been announced to be gay or not, because I think it was after the movies came out. I don't think they had. Oh, fact that oh they, really? They had already done that. They're like, yeah, it feels accurate that Dumbledore is gay. Like, it's gay totally, is the fourth of July, you know, and has a huge <laughs> crush on Zephron. Like all of this. oh, oh my god! And then the second in the second one where he's talking about Grindelwald saying it's okay, just go slow. Oh, Let it happen. I was like, holy shit, that's real. 
Yeah. It's goddamn real. So, like, there were a lot of, like, so much of what they did that was a massive departure from the original story felt so true to those characters that you couldn't help but love it, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. It was like they knew the characters better than J.K. Rowling did. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> because it's their fans yeah like and that's the beauty of like harry potter is that J.K. rowling made this world right but you know honestly she made this world she walked so that star kid could run yeah with it <laughs> and run off a cliff into the sunset and just spread their wings and fly off yes into the world and i was just like this is like they literally just like they they distilled Harry Potter to its base elements and just like, that's why I, I think it resonates with so many Harry Potter fans because of course Harry Potter would be like that. He's a fucking douchebag. <laughs> I love how he says, "I well, in the muggle world, I'm a douchebag. <laughs> I'm, I'm something called a douchebag. And like, the, but like, that's the thing, right? Like. All of the characterization uh, in the video, because uh, Sarah sent us a video and I watched it and I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. I didn't even, like, I realized that now because, like, I know so much about these people because mm-hmm. of Instagram and shit. But yeah, all of these characters, they got cast in that way and they got written in that way because they're basically not just, a, it's not just a her- par- parody of the character of Harry Potter. It's also making fun of Darren Chris. Mm-hmm. It's not just, oh, that's, yeah, that's Ron Weasley. That's also how Joey Richter is. <laughs> <laughs> like, Lauren Good to Lopez know. is that fucking weird and just rolls around and dances <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> like, that's why. Like, I love that so much. And that's why Cho Chang is a Can Southern We just talked about how, like, on this, you talk about how everyone is so white. And yes, they are. But I do love how like the whole group of people show up and there is an Asian girl. And so everyone is like, Oh, she's Cho Chang. And then like the tall white ginger girl. <laughs> I know. And like, really that's Cho Chang. And I'm like, this is, this is good. I like this. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's the thing, like the, like y- this is a beautiful, wonderful thing, but I just do want to address that there is some problematic shit that are in these musicals. The first one, you know, there is like these racist overtones with, you know, we gave the Asian character to the white girl, but they were kind of trying to subvert that trope anyway, um, because, you know, the only Asian character in Harry Potter is named Cho Chang. Right. Which is like naming a white girl like Becky. No, it's worse. <laughs> it's 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 like calling somebody motherfucking like Karen. Hold on. No, like Smith Schweinsteiger. Like, that's what that's like. It's two Asian last names from two different countries. Yeah. So, yeah. And Mm -hmm. that's, so, you know, like, and then everybody was like, oh, we didn't realize that Cho Chang was Asian because, you know, internalized racism and shit. But, and then, like, in the second series, second one with the Unbridge, beautifully played by Joe Walker, it is a little homophobic. It is a little transphobic. You know, like, yeah. But it was okay. It was two thousand nine. Yeah. It Do you think you have to watch it with a lens? Yeah. So you absolutely. The do. progression that we've made in all of those areas, even though it's still not enough, is so much in the last ten years, eleven years. Yeah. You know, and like 
yeah and like we can be like okay it was a, a it is a product of that time and but we and we can do better and, but like you know for 2009 that shit was very progressive well and i very subversive yeah mm-hmm. and i saw it almost more as a caricature of the um the soul of who the character is like umbridge in the movies and everything is this prim and proper little white lady who's evil and this and that so to have a person come in who's like hyper masculine but feminine as well and who really is like like there's a part of her character that she's like i want to take care of my babies you know until the end and it's like a more nurturing caring person and you see how i don't know i just thought like in general she was better written than in the books in the Honestly, in the musicals yes she has a villain arc she doesn't just show up as this evil like villain but she actually she shows up and she's kind of like well like i was never loved or accepted so i became this mm-hmm. and i'm going to make sure all of you are strong independent women as well and then ends up turning evil, but, like, through different – I don't know. It was just, like, so good. So, so good. Yeah. That part of it. But I do agree yeah. that, like, there's some stuff that I was, like, oh, cringe. Yeah. And it's – at this point, it's more like a cringe rather than, like, an outright that's super offensive. But the same – like, you know, things change mm-hmm. and art evolves and our interpretation of art evolves. So, like – what I thought was gut-bustingly funny in 2009 when I was a stupid 18-year-old, I'm now like, ooh, let's think critically about this. It's still fucking funny, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I'm going to feel bad while I laugh about it. You know? <laughs> like, at least I'm going to feel bad. It's like watching old Eddie Murphy stand up at this point. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. It's funny, but like, ooh, ow, ooh, uh-huh. no. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, um, so very quickly, not no, not very quickly, because let's be real. <laughs> we could talk about this shit forever. Um what are your favorite parts of these musicals? <laughs> I'm talking what are your favorite bits, gags, lines, Ooh. concepts? Um like okay. scenes, that kind of stuff. Because we'll talk about actors, characters, songs in a bit. But like general, like when we're talking, like I'm talking, like generally, what is like some of the shit that you like, or what's a very specific scene that you like? Okay, I have notes. Yeah, uh, yes, me three. <laughs> so I'll, let's. So I have it broken up by a very Potter musical and a very Potter sequel. So mm-hmm. we can start with a very Potter musical. Um, I love as a resident Hufflepuff. Hufflepuffs are excellent finders. <laughs> what the hell is a Hufflepuff? <laughs> I don't find this to be surprising at all. Like that, that bit. I mean, he owned it throughout the whole thing, and I loved and like, it. And like the, that's like so fun. Like it's that line is so iconic that now people just accept that as yeah. actual canon. It is actual <laughs> that canon. Hufflepuffs, Hufflepuffs are, are excellent pretty, finders. Like that's like a thing that yeah. in the HP community, you know. In the Potterhead community. It and by the way, Corey, because I know that you didn't realize that uh, <laughs> Umbridge and Voldemort played by the same person. Yes. Cedric plays Lucius Malfoy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> and Quirrell so, plays Seamus, right? 
Yes, and mm-hmm. the guy who's like, platform nine, platform ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing in between. Yeah. <laughs> You're the 700th kid to ask me that today. <laughs> but I'm still not going to believe it. Like, <laughs> um, oh, so good. Ron always eating. Yes. Oh, that is literally on my Constant. list. Ron yes. is always eating something. <laughs> like, it's my favorite. Um, Mariah and I dressed up as Harry and Ron from a very Potter musical for... I don't remember which of the <laughs> Deathly Hollows. I think it, it was one. I think it was one as well. Um, and uh, I brought a giant bag full of snacks. <laughs> and I brought red vines. Yeah, I lived up to my... I was like, I have it, to be... It was incredible, Corey. Like, yeah. I wish you were there. Um, I, I truly wish that you were there because it was incredible. And I, I feel like at least one person came up to us and we're like, no, we found we ran into another Ron and Harry from AVPM and they even oh had God, a little ukulele and <gasps> she had the sweatband. Like, I remember this. They sat oh near God. us and it, they, they did it better than. Oh yeah. We kind of like, like, oh, let's do it. Yeah. And they clearly had plans. They had, they had <laughs> bought a wig. They bought wigs. <gasps> Oh we my didn't. gosh. You know, I think I yeah, sprayed they... my hair red. <laughs> yeah, and Mariah has dark hair already. <laughs> yeah, and I and it's curly. And it's so curly. So it's, like, yeah. Yeah. It was, um, I, do we even have pictures of that? Maybe I'll search my, oh my Facebook God. You, afterwards. You better you better because I certainly you know. don't. I definitely in my memories today because part one came out like 10 years ago today or something like that yeah wasn't it like they were coming it was out in my Thanksgiving or something yeah mm-hmm. um and i saw them today and uh let's see i also have malfoy rolling as we've discussed <laughs> oh my god yes it is me too exactly Mal- hilarious rolling around. oh man um honorable let mention for um for draco next yes. to this place is really gone to the dogs next year we transferred, transferred to pig farts. <laughs> Draco, that's like the 17th time you've mentioned at, at pig farts. What is it? You don't know about pig farts? Starkid Potter? Moonshoes Potter doesn't know about pig farts. <laughs> it's a it's a wizarding school on Mars. Mars. Um, <laughs> Master Rumble Roar. Yes. He's a lion who can talk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I tell you the first time I had to pause uh-huh. mm-hmm. I had to pause and I had to like I had a deep belly laugh so hard that I gave myself cramps <laughs> that shit was so funny Corey before we go through everything do you like what do you have that you want to definitely talk about let me tell you there's just like a part of it where I feel like if anyone wanted to be like, hey, what was it like to be like a teenager <laughs> slash early college kid in the like the early 2000s? Watch this fucking shows <laughs> because like all of the Wizards of Waverly Place jokes. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Headmaster Zephron. The Zephron jokes. The Taylor Lautner jokes. Like just all of the like pop culture references were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know, man. I literally there was so much. Um, I tr- and did you did you notice that there was not one but two Jurassic Park references? What? Maybe <laughs> oh I my missed God. it. 
You know, I also Girl. didn't take very good notes because I was just watching and laughing and realized Fair I should enough. have taken notes. So I might have noticed there were so many references that were so good. And they're subtle, too. Like, that's the beauty of them. Yes. Some of them are like, less subtle, like the Seinfeld every time Ron <laughs> yeah. enters the on, enters so on scene. Funny. So funny. Oh, my God. Okay. But Umbridge texting people? And then opening the door and going, did you get my text? Yes. Why do you think I I said that to you all of the time, Corey? (laughs) (laughs) Did you get my text? (laughs) Like, Like, a minute ago? Yeah. But you didn't text me back. (laughs) But you didn't text me back. Which, oh my god. Um, Jurassic Park Yeah, one of the Jurassic Park references is, he left us. He left us oh yep right yep. and that's in the po- that's in the sequel yes um I, I can't remember off the top of my head what the other one was but i was like holy shit that's a jurassic park reference yeah um but um another reference that i literally this was the first i was like i have seen this and anastasia so yes. many times how did i not notice at during the yule ball yule ball the Ginny and harry have an anastasia dimitri moment of yeah. like we're spinning we know we're like we should stop spinning we should dance, stop dancing we'll make the spinning stop we have stopped and i'm like that's line for line from anastasia <laughs> right what the fuck yes mm-hmm. yes i really i guess this is more characterization though but i just like how they really call out like ron being a dick like everyone is calling out that he's being a dick <laughs> um and it's it's just like all these characters because the other thing is if these books and movies were truly real they're just shithead 11-year-olds. Like, we were yeah. all shitheads when we were 11, you know? And so, like, the musicals do that. It threw the bits and the gags and, like, everything. Um, but I'm trying to think. I don't know. I mean, there's just Lupin. <laughs> Lupin I tell you every time he the literal best moment of my day today was when um, a very part of the sequel ended. And a video starts playing, and it is the guy who played Lupin, and he's asking people to download a Star Kid, um, or download and go buy an album. And he goes, "Now that everyone has seen me in my underwear," and then it like does a jump cut that is very TikTok, <laughs> but yeah. it, it was made like ten years ago, um, of him being like, "Oh, never mind, just go get the album." But yeah, every time he swears. And then they put every, all those kids put their like earmuffs on, and he's like, "Ah, damn it!" Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, shoot, yeah. I gotta uh, watch my mouth around you, little bastards. <laughs> well, and I love in the first one, stuff will keep happening, and it's very adult. And then Harry will go, "I don't know, I'm only 12. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they do it again, and I don't know, I'm just an eleven year old kid, right? Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Oh man. Um, th- my favorite, one of my favorite plot twists, if I may, is the fact that Draco is Dobby's biological son. <laughs> He's always afraid of the toilet because there's over 700 <laughs> toilet related. I, effects. when I tell you I scream laughed out loud <laughs> in my apartment, I, I like, it was so funny. The Lucius Malfoy delivering the line of your mother having an affair with Dobby and everyone <laughs> like because ah. also like the girl who plays Draco, she's a tiny person. 
She's so little. She's so little. So She's it the all littlest. works. And this whole the Harry Potter sequel, it's just been about her going to the potty and wearing diapers. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. So good. So good. All right. You um, forgot two mm-hmm. things. Oh, I have so many more as well. So don't um, you worry. Super, super mega foxy awesome hot. Oh my god. Super mega foxy awesome hot was how I referred to everybody yes. who I thought was attractive for at least six years. 100%. <laughs> True story can attest to this. <laughs> like, y- you know who is super mega foxy awesome hot? And is also today while we're recording is their birthday? Adam Driver. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Everyone's favorite Scorpio is 37. Anyway, um, trust me, my TikTok will not shut up about it. Um, okay. Some of my fav- favorite jokes. Uh, racist sister. Um, when, konnichiwa, my name is Ginny Weasley. Bitch, I ain't Cho Chang. You're a racist sister. And like the little... <laughs> yes. Like, and, and the fact that it comes back in a very Potter sequel. And it's like just how Molly Weasley... Controls disciplines our kids yeah. in like a sl- in a clap chain uh-huh. and i was just like i i'm losing my marbles that's so goddamn funny mm-hmm. um r- racist sister um i've already talked about harry potter being a fucking douche bro um every time every time somebody's like we do you want soda and i'm like yeah and they're like what do you have and they're like oh we only have squirt and i say that's harry <laughs> potter's favorite drink <laughs> and they're like what and i'm like yeah i'll take the squirt because it's also my favorite drink yeah we love squirt yeah but i love they're like um do you want squirt mm, i'll rather stay thirsty Mm-mm. i'll say <laughs> like, oh, squirt i'll stay dehydrated dehydrated, oh, dehydrated yeah <laughs> oh man um, I have two more. Um, when people, when the boys bite their fingers when they confess their feelings towards one another <laughs> in a platonic, but it's almost romantic way. <laughs> like, at, like Quirrell and Snape, uh, Quirrell and uh, Voldemort do it. Ron and Harry do it, and it's just like, oh man, this is incredible. Like they just, <gasps> just breathe yes. and bite their fingers. Oh my god, so fucking funny. And then, um, gotta mention this because. Nat says it to me all of the time. Hi, Nat. Quarrel. Man. Listen. Just give them all a B minus and let's go. Can you hang out? No, I got a grade. Quarrel. Man. Just give them all a B minus. so so like thanks nat i love you miss you much if you're listening she's a friend of the podcast um um another great is in the sequel how they um can't never pronounce hermione's name (laughs) she's herman for most of it but then there was a there was this this last scene that i watched because i haven't finished rewatching it yet was when they're in the shrieking shack and they're trying to find her and they're like pronouncing Hermione the thousand <laughs> different ways that we also did when we were growing uh-huh. up, trying to uh-huh, figure out how the fuck to pronounce Hermione. Hermione, Hermione, Hermione exactly. Her- Her- Hermione, 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 uh, and they're like Oingo Boingo, and they're like, "That's a good band." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, 
Her moingo, her moingo, her moingo, oingo, her moingo, boingo. Oh, that's oingo, a band. Boingo. Great yeah, band. Yeah, that's a band. That's a great band. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are some other things that they call Hermione? Herman Munster? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And then at one moment, Harry does say her name right in like a moment of like uh, emotion. He's like, Hermione. And she goes, you said my name right. And he goes, what? Herman Munster? No. <laughs> um, like, and, another, and another point, he, he goes, oh, I did? Just right there? Oh, cool. Thanks. Anyway, Hermione. <laughs> oh man, he like literally, literally. Harry Potter is a douchebag, right? Yes. But through both of these musicals, he's a lovable douchebag. He's he's got such big golden <laughs> retriever energy. I swear to you, <laughs> yeah. he's just like what, like one of my again another one of my favorite va- gags is in the very beginning of the musical of Harry Potter musical, the first one, where Crab. No, no, Goyle, who, by the way, is one of my favorite characters. Yes. Watching. Yes. Uh, so yes. Funny. He Breaks also Harry's plays glasses. I know. So, and <gasps> and oh. he plays friends. Because <laughs> he's a giant. He's huge. Yeah. Anyway, he breaks Harry's glasses. He goes, break. And then Hermione <laughs> goes, uh, Oculus Reparo. And <laughs> Harry goes, whoa, cool. <laughs> That shit was so funny to me. Like, like to this day, every time I say, whoa, cool, I'm always, like, just doing it my best Darren Chris impression. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's so, so legit. It's so funny. There's so many good gags. Like, we're just, like, literally breaking, like, the tip. This is the tip of the iceberg, y'all. Like, yeah. you really got to watch it. Like, I- Because then there's, like, it. all of the, like, costume gags. And like, oh, yeah. like just people's, I mean, there's just so much, like when the shentar, <laughs> the, the centaur, the centaur, this man comes out on stage and I mean, his front looks like a centaur, like, the, like for a community play. And then he kind of turns and he's got a little horse body <laughs> attached to his butt. <laughs> <laughs> And you're just like, this is this is correct. This is what. This is, There's a plague that took out that killed all of the female centaurs. We have been looking for a possible human mate, but none have survived. What? <laughs> and Ron oh, is like petting his butt, and then he just looks under his. <laughs> oh my god! Like, like a great one of the a great was like. Harry's confused about what Ferenz just said, and Hermione whispers in his ear, Oh! They couldn't survive sex with your massive horse dog! (laughs) (laughs) So I go, oh my god! Because, like, that's exactly how an 11-year-old would react. Yes! Yes! (laughs) And Ron laying on the ground to look up at the dog. (laughs) So fucking good! Oh, man! But, um, oh, so good. Oh, God. One, I, and the, okay, and just one last one. Like, we all love that Lauren Lopez as Jericho Malfoy rolling around mm-hmm. all of the time. Mm-hmm. The fact that it's revealed in the second episode, in the second season, second season episode, what the fuck, Mariah? In the second musical, that it's Draco trying to emulate his dad, who's a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> like when you're like, oh, Lucius Malfoy because... does it too. 
Lucius Lucius Malfoy, because Lucius Malfoy actually does ballet and shit. Like, he points his toes everywhere. It's so fucking funny. Like, I mean, oh man, again, we can we can go on and on and on and on. Anyway, so let's go ahead and move on to my next question, shall we? Um, do we want to? Should we wait to the end to talk about what we not what we don't necessarily like, or have we kind of already given that? I think right. What we've already what we don't like. Um. Yeah, because I I I freaking loved it. Right. Like besides the like couple problematic things we talked about, like mm-hmm. I truly was never like upset watching this. Like there was never a moment of like, oh my god, I'm bored. I can't believe I have to watch this for a podcast. Like. <laughs> right there was never a moment of that so and you know and i don't know that for me there's just not i mean even with all the problematic stuff i think umbridge is one of my favorite characters same same i forgot how fucking funny she was Mm -hmm. speaking of let's actually tell character what's your favorite i do have malfoy why is it jacob as probably my number one (laughs) always loved Mm -hmm. him and i love lauren and how she portrays him um, I, I think probably one of my favorite moments with him besides almost every single moment in, um, the, like in a very Potter musical, because I've watched that one so many times, but I was watching the sequel and he was the way that they in- <laughs> introduces himself <laughs> and I am a racist. My father, your parents, and do you want to be my friend? Like, there was way more. (laughs) I hate. I hate Gryffindor House. I think mudbloods are the worst. I am elitist. And yeah, and it was just. It was so good. I was like, yes. That's literally exactly how Draco introduced himself Um, in the books and the movies. (laughs) So after Malfoy, I have Dumbledore. (laughs) Dylan. God, I love it. I love Dylan. Yes, do I. Love Dylan Saunders. like a guy I had a crush on in freshman year of college. And so I was like, I love him. Oh, shit, girl. I still love him. I think he's hilarious. Nice. Um, And then I have Voldemort slash Umbridge. I mean, it's gonna tie into the favorite <laughs> actor because Joe Voldemort. God. So he's just so goddamn love funny. I love Umbridge. He's so I swear, funny. after I watched the sequel, which I have only watched like a handful of times, I would. Did you get my text? Like constantly, because it was also <laughs> that was a legitimate question. Back oh then my because god! Because you're like, I sent it to you. I don't know if it actually went or not. Because right. literally Texas the, the didn't networks. always work. <laughs> yeah. Um, who are your favorite characters, Corey? Um I really fucking loved Ron. Right? Same girl. Yeah. I, I'm a I, Ron girl. Well, through. and there was a part of it during the second mm. I was like, do I like Ron or do I the have yes a crush on the actor? And I just think yes. the answer is yes to both. Yeah. Oh, yes massive. to both. Um, I have a huge I crush truly, on Joey Richter. Yes. Yeah. Coral and Voldemort together are like the fucking perfect. Th- Voldemort was just so good, so good. And um, Dumbledore, I don't know. Truthfully, I just really loved Umbridge. <laughs> I really, really loved Umbridge so much. Um, 
but yeah, in Voldemort in the first one, holy cow, just yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, no, 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 go ahead. Oh no, um, so like, here's the thing: I agree with everything that everyone has said, right? Like, fucking Voldemort, Draco, yeah. Ron, um, uh, Umbridge, all of those, but I. I have to tell you, upon second watching, I have a much be like a huge appreciation for goddamn fucking <laughs> Gregory Goyle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And the act dude, okay, so the actor is Jim Pavolo and he is I think he's really only been in these two. Uh no, he's been in these two and then like a couple of the other Star Kid musicals, which I'll talk about at the end. Um he's so goddamn funny and like he he is like reminds me of like he's just got like this huge deep voice and (laughs) and i'm like god you're like he is just so fucking funny he took this stupid role and he's he made it iconic you know like crab and goyle are like nothing right like even in this like julia albain who plays crab which by the way she only did it because the original person dropped out. <laughs> and so they needed somebody to be p- crab. And so she did it. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why she's a girl. Um, but like the fact that he, they were just like, oh, this random per like random character. And he just like chewed on the scenery. Yes. He masticated we- it. Like, <laughs> he did something like really, truly proof. That there is no small when, small roles when Malfoy actors. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, my favorite. I loved large. when um, Malfoy was like, "Goyle, am I bleeding?" And he like jumps down to the ground and like <laughs> kind of crawls and like looks under <laughs> her nose because she's itty bitty, <laughs> and is like and sniffs no. him. <laughs> no. <laughs> second musical when they gave him more roles yeah oh my it was God. like they were like hi you're magic here you go like seriously he's i do feel like he is a perfect mm-hmm. like a great character actor and i would love to see him in something a little bit bigger because like joe walker is also a great character mm-hmm. actor but he gets much bigger roles um but like speaking yeah. let's we could just start talking about our favorite actors um who's your favorite actor and why is it I joey feel, richter ron i oh, feel like joey richter ron address oh. this <laughs> yes <laughs> because he just like i don't know i always loved ron in the books some people didn't like him whatever but this cemented mm-hmm. no love my ron. love for ron through joey richter i had the biggest crush on joey as well oh like I mean, it was really same girl. I feel like, like, Mm -hmm. let's, let's think about all of the men that I find attractive and that we find attractive. Um, I feel like Joey Richter is the blueprint for that. Yeah. (laughs) In the Venn diagram of the men we love, he's right in the middle. (laughs) Like tall, funny, Mm -hmm. talented, handsome. In a weird way. Yep. In a weird way. <laughs> Always eating. In a fucking weird way. Yes. <laughs> Always eating. The yeah. constant eating made me laugh so hard. Because there was a part of me that wondered, and I forgot to look it up because <laughs> I'm that good, um, if 
did this come out around the same time that the Ocean's Elevens came out? With- After, I think, and I think yeah. it was a direct so reference I was gonna to say, that. Yeah. So it is, it's a reference to Ocean's, okay. For those who don't know, Brad Pitt is constantly eating in Ocean's Eleven. Always, always. So good. Um, um, of course, Lauren Lopez, yes. who plays... Um, and they're together. Draco. It's so great. Incredible. Yeah. In real that's, life? In real life, they're engaged. Oh, that's really cute. Isn't it fucking great? Yes. It's, what a height. <laughs> what a height difference. Love it. I know. It's incredible. Them. But, like, honestly, they seem just, like, very weird. And, like, the like, the funny thing is that, like... So many of these motherfuckers are like dating, married, engaged, mm-hmm. and like they keep it so secret. And then suddenly, like, it was so hilarious because um, the guy who plays Lupin, because um, they have a very Potter senior year, and unfortunately, Bonnie Grusin, who plays uh, Hermione, she doesn't come back for the third one. Um, but that's okay because <laughs> it was garbage. Um, <laughs> it was garbage because she wasn't there. She, it was garbage because it was in the middle of Glee. Mm-hmm. At a Harry Potter convention, they only did it once. Everybody had scripts in their hands. Oh, um, Darren Chris was like, "I have no idea what's happening." Um, <laughs> but like every, but they they did their, they did their best, and like the story is not great. However, I will say that one of the greatest parts about a Harry Potter senior year is the fact that they got Ivana fucking Lynch to play Luna Lovegood, oh. and Ivana Lynch played yes. Luna Lovegood in the movie. That's fantastic. That's Which cool. Is, that's it's so cool um and they did it at a harry potter convention but anyway they got the person that they got to play hermione in the senior year is meredith stipen and last year over a random weekend all of these photos popped up on everybody all the star kid people's instagram of meredith and brian who plays lupin getting married oh and everyone was freaking the fuck out (laughs) And then they did it again earlier in the pandemic in like August or some shit when everybody knew that Lauren and Joey were like roommates, mm-hmm. but people had, we, people didn't know. And then just surprise, they're engaged because they've been together this whole time. And we were, everyone was like, the fuck is happening? Like, it's so funny because they like have these very public personas but they have really private lives at the same time and i'm like how did you manage to do that i'm proud that's incredible yeah like that's fabulous and it's just i think it's just because like their group is just they understand what they were they understood what they were getting into Mm -hmm. unlike some other people who knows anyway um Anyway, more, more, let's more talk more about the characters and the actors. So I think we are sleeping on something. Yeah. What's, what are we sleeping on? For one, Hermione. Yes, absolutely. Is fucking incredible. And Dramine. Yes. <laughs> All of the Dramine is in here. So like Hermione, for one, I think, um, she's played so well that we haven't mentioned her Basically, because I think yeah. it's just like, no, she's perfect. Because everybody, well, because everybody else mm-hmm. is so over the top, and Hermione is the play's straight man. She's yeah. the only one who acts normally, and she's the only one that acts in a way that make like that is actually true to the like. She's like mm-hmm. a traditional portrayal of Hermione. Yes, and so she doesn't get to do as many fun stuff, but because of how well Bonnie Grusin plays Hermione and that characterization of Hermione, yes. it makes everything else work. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, you can't have the office mm-hmm. without 
Jim. Yeah. And Pam, you know, like they're straight while I, well, and, and straight yeah. um, while everyone else is crazy and weird. Right. You can't have a very Potter musical and a very Potter sequel mm-hmm. without Hermione. So like, I'm she her back was hurt from carrying this whole musical. <laughs> yes, amen. Oh, we, gotta, we gotta give her like a little yeah love. Yeah, now. but then Draco yes. is in love with Hermione. So god, yeah, and like so much. Uh, Sarah, do you know like do you did you know that this whole thing was created yeah. because of Hermione? Oh, Wait, like, like, I remember. You want to tell a story, Sarah? Because it's on the Wikipedia Wikipedia page. Wow, I can talk, guys. Um, and it says, that, yeah, the idea mm-hmm. for it came from like imagining that Draco was in love with Hermione the whole time, and I I remember time. I told uh, so listeners when Mariah said that we were doing a very Potter musical. I freaked the fuck out. I was so excited. And then I told Mariah and Corey that it was the first time I'd ever seen Dramine. And I was sold. And as you've heard from our fan fiction episodes, I love Dramine so much. So thank you. A very Potter musical. But I'm sure Mariah knows the official story. I know. No, no, that's basically it. Like, because the creators, so just in case everybody, just so y'all know, like, there's all of these creators who are involved with Star Kid, but the people who mostly write the musicals and like this create the concepts and stuff are the Lang brothers. Um, and one of them is like does some acting as well, and one of them mostly does the directing. And so it's the Lang brothers and then Brian Holden. So the one of the Lang, so Brian Holden plays Lupin in the sequel. Okay, and he's the one who married second Hermione, um, and then Le- one of the Langs is the guy who does all the puppets, and he so he plays Scarfy and the Sorting Hat. He's the guy who plays um, Mama Umbridge. He's the guy who plays <laughs> Mr. Mama Umbridge, right? And then like some of them, and then the music is done by a like it changes all of the time, um, but like in the first two, these first Harry Potter musicals, it was. Um, mostly Darren Chris, who plays Harry Potter and then eventually left. Um, he's still involved and he's like a co-founder and shit. Um, and he co-owns Starkid and stuff. Um, but, you know, he's on yeah. to do like yeah. traditional media while everybody else is doing this. And AJ and it's AJ Holmes. And AJ Holmes writes, so does most a, of the So basically this um, musical was created by because of Granger Danger. And then everything else was fit around it. Yes, because Granger Danger. Which, by the way, what is your favorite song and why is it Granger Danger? <laughs> Which one was Granger Danger? Here I am, I never face to face with a situation I, I never strange. thought I'd ever see. Could take a mess. Strange. Uh, less how a dress could take a mess. Beautiful. Nothing less than. What? Beautiful what the hell is this? To me. Expect me to <laughs> sing about her. You expect me to sing about her. Don't care about her. It's just a little makeup. <laughs> Drake away from I miss the hottest her. Girl I've ever seen. <laughs> is the hottest girl I've ever seen. Now. Like, honestly, what a great fucking song. And the fact that those two are now married, like so engaged funny. to be married is like hilarious to me. Yes, 
I, I want it. I want the it. The music. So good, right? The music is like, there was a part where there was like this swell and people were singing and I was like, this is yeah. fucking Rodgers and Hammerstein like level. Yeah. This is so good. Yeah. So like the, the music in the first one was ha- part, part of the songs were written by Darren and his brother Chuck. And then the other parts of it were written by AJ Holmes. Darren did all of the songs mm-hmm. for the sequel. All of them so good and i I was like when i was listening to it i was like the songs in the first one are kind of like weird the ones in the second one are yeah. like actually quality they're like ballads they're really good I songs and i was love just like the weird ones from the first one they're so oh don't, don't also don't get me wrong. we have don't to introduce i fucking love them Corey to the version of cho chang that didn't make it in this current iteration. <laughs> I was like, excuse yes, me. Yes. I was all ready yes. to say my favorite line. So they only they they really <laughs> only do it in the live versions. I think they and they, I think they took it out of the um the the filmed version because when they uploaded it to YouTube, they were under the impression that only their parents would see it. Oh. <laughs> no. Nope. So the original <laughs> lyrics, um, Go. Take you to the city. Get all up in your titties. Get all up in your titties. Take you to Winnipeg. That's in Canada. Love it. So another, so like that song is. I love how he sings so fucking funny. It actually rhymes. So Oh yeah, like want to take you in the city. Ginny. Gonna take you out mm, to Denny. It just really doesn't work with your name. Jenny, it's wrong. <laughs> 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 so fucking good. Poor Jenny, man. Oh my god. So speaking oh. of Jenny, um, the girl who plays Jenny is Bonnie uh, J- Jamie Lee Beatty, and she is amazing. Yes, she has the track record of being in Love every that. single Star Kid show. She's the only one who's been in every single one. The only person to the next person who's been in the most is Joey Richter. Um, So like she's one of the most underrated talents in this entire Mm -hmm. series. Like she's so goddamn good. Like she's amazing. Um, And the ballad that she sings, um, Mm -hmm. Harry. Oh oh my God. Right. Oh, it's based. It's based off of the song. Sammy. Yes, you may. That Darren Chris wrote. So if you like the song and mm-hmm. you can just it's called Sammy instead of Harry and you can listen to it on Spotify and iTunes and stuff. Wow. That's awesome. Yes. And it and it was written for um uh this thing called Little White Lie like so Team Star Kid got money from Disney to put a like to create their own um mini web series and you can watch the whole thing on YouTube I think still. Um with Darren Chris, Lauren Lopez, Brian Holden, all of them are like in it, um, which is kind of great. Um, it's <laughs> it's very glee. It feels like you know, because it's, it's about battle of the bands and shit in high school. But one of the greatest songs from that is "Boy, Boy Toy." You're my boy toy. Like it's so <laughs> stupid. It's like hilarious, and Lauren kills it. Um, so, like Harry. So that song is fabulous. Um, 
Harry Other, freaking like, Potter. What, what's your favorite song from the sequel, though? It's such a bop. Like, it's such a bop. It's going to get you pumped up for your day. It's such a fucking bop. It's just there to cheer you up. I just, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the thing about the, the, like, the the sequel songs is, like, I'm not as familiar with them because you can't, like, you can't listen to them as easily. Um, as you can listen to some of the other iconic songs from the musical. Um, but Days of Summer, it hits different. Mm-hmm. It hits different. So that's mm-hmm. the one at the, I... the very end of the sequel. Um, and Fantastic. it's like, oh, it's so goddamn good. I was <laughs> yeah. like, it gives me chills. It, it gave me chills. I was like, holy shit. This is like a good song. This is a good musical theater song. And yeah. then it rolls magical. into back to a witch's goblins and, and, and magical, magical beasts, goblins and ghosts, and some magical beasts. What's all that I love? And it's Hogwarts. all that I need at Hogwarts. Hogwarts. So yes, good. coolest girl. And Which... um, Hermione's ballad about being yeah the coolest girl. Mm-hmm. Oh and... my god, such a ladies, girl. girls, girls <laughs> at the reunion. Both Hermione sang that song. Oh my god! Because they got Pregnant. Bonnie Gruson back to for the reunion. Only a little bit, but yes, she was <laughs> with her like sixth child. Oh my god! <laughs> I know. I was like, "Girl, all right," and she looked good. She looked good. Oh my gosh! And then Umbridge's Umbridge's um song, her ballad to Dumbledore after Dumbledore breaks her heart. Oh my god! That little was, disco like, number. Yeah. That were like, I'm not gonna let you hurt me anymore. The it, like, I don't know. It was really good. I was like, oh, oh, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Like, I think I'm supposed to be laughing at you, but I can't. Uh, I know because also the Quidditch game. Yes, I yes. forgot how good that shit was. The choreo, the choreo was amazing. Can we talk about the two things that like hit my heart? Yes. For one, they did a better <laughs> Battle of Hogwarts than Deathly Hollows. Yes, they did. Voldemort <laughs> is going down. <laughs> but, like, there's, like, a moment where people are, like, freaking out and Voldemort is talking or something. And, like, the emotional tension on stage was so much better than in the movies. Yeah. And then, like, the I, you were that... like, what is going on? Like, this is really, like, tense. And, oh, my gosh, it's so good. Oh, my God. And, like, the fact that when, like... Harry's gone and nobody knows what to do. And Ron's like, all right, Harry, what would Harry do? Uh, uh, okay. Uh, you, you check if Long Bottom's le- bleeding. And by the way, great bit. The fact that they call hmm. Neville Long Bottom, Schlong Bottom. Yes. Every single time. Every time. Every, every fucking t- time. So good. <laughs> and like, I feel like that's why I, to this day, yeah. call like Neville Longbottom Schlongbottom in my brain all, at all times. <laughs> oh no, you said it out loud. I, I love did not that. understand it until now. <laughs> <laughs> I was just always like, maybe it's like a Tumblr thing. I don't know. Nope, it's <laughs> like, an ADPM thing. <laughs> it's so good. The second thing that like it legit like I was like, <gasps> um, was when they were with the mirror of Erised. <gasps> oh my! And God. at the very, it, it's just ending, and Snape glances into the mirror, and they have little lily evans in it oh and then God. he just walks away and there's no comic line there's no joke the audience goes Aww. and yeah. like it was so 
dude good the way they did her young as a child like as he remembers her which i thought was done very well yeah because it's kind of like this is like the friend that i had that i loved you know and honestly i'm gonna say it the movies they have alan rickman Mm -hmm. which is fine (laughs) joe moses as freaking snape was a moment was a cultural reset and the way that he acts Mm -hmm. as snape is both funny and poignant at all times Mm -hmm. and like the way that they wrote all of those scenes and like the reveals about like harry and snape and um lily and james as snape's memory were so much more well done than in the movies yeah yeah i was legitimately surprised and like (laughs) really just enthralled watching it yeah and you can tell like again it really just does come back to the fact that these were made not to make money they were made by fans who love the source material so much and understand it so much better than executives in suits ever will yeah yeah anyway let's talk more about character the character adaptations I have two, we have two categories. What are your top characters that are true to the source material? And I would say Snape is in there as like, that's a number one. And top character adaptations that are complete departures from the source (laughs) material, which is Umbridge. (laughs) So like, who do you, who do you think? And Dumbledore. Oh my God. No, but Dumbledore, like, that's the thing. It started off as a complete departure and then became true to the source material. That's true. And I do love at the end of the first one where he's like talking to Harry and he's like, here's all this information that would have been really good to give you seven years ago. It might have actually helped you, but I'm just going to give it to you now. <laughs> oh, like what everyone there were was so many moments thinking. where they called J.K. <laughs> so Rowling goddamn out. good. It was yes. delightful. Yes, so much. Yeah. Oh, so good. I, I was also like so, so different from the book, but I can't. I listen. Lupin, iconic. <laughs> Lupin is so. So fucking iconic, like walking around in his underwear full of like <laughs> un- with blood all over him, coaching the Pee Wee Gryffindor Quidditch team. When when they're doing the Quidditch tryouts and he throws the <laughs> sorry <laughs> he throws the ball at Ron <laughs> and Ron just makes like these big arms and smiles and the ball goes like behind him <laughs> like. I mean, that is just like such good stage acting of like showing how like without having to get super physical showing people not being good at sports so good I like incredible yeah. I love and I also really like found that the <laughs> like Dean Thomas and they're Shana such Sagan, bros yes, yes like even though oh my god <laughs> So yes. And like good. two completely different types of bros. Yeah. Harry Potter. It's like, like it's like a British bro and then a Chicago bro. Oh my god. Hey, my name's Dean Thomas. Want some bubblegum? <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so good. And Dean Thomas way, is played by a black woman. Yeah, well Dean Thomas. Which is, is great. Bl- she she played Bellatrix in the first one. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god, and we by the to way, talk about Voldemort <laughs> and Bellatrix sex. Oh my god. 
Jesus Christ, you want to talk about it, Corey? Go for it. No, I don't remember. There's a line that Voldemort says, and he's like, I have really missed, like, waging war, killing people, and having was, sex. I thought that's what Bellatrix something said. something like that. Is that what Bellatrix... I don't remember, but somebody said, and it was just like, it was like, war, war, weapons, and sex. Or, you know, there was, like, some, like, term that they use, and I laughed so hard. But then, um... If I want to be evil with you, I want to be evil with all of you. Yeah. Okay. So, so for the first like half of the show, Coral and Voldemort have been back to back together, and now (laughs) Voldemort has his body back. So Bellatrix and Voldemort are like in a room and like on a desk with dead headmaster with dead like minister of magic yes yeah yeah and is there a zephron poster on the wall i think there might be a different room yeah but um and and he gets her up on the desk and he starts being like very like a dom and like very like sit here don't move put your hands here and then he gets up on the desk behind her and puts his back to her and he's like ah just stay here like this and she's like "Uh, you know what she's all that i haven't seen the beginning (laughs) just hang out (laughs) (laughs) because he and coral the thing i love is like the dark lord let coral watch the first half of the movie and then made him flip so he could watch the second half <laughs> he had to learn to compromise yeah. and put oh away my clothes. god so good yeah speaking of Pearl shall we then Voldemort. move into our top ships Shh. Of Pearl Voldemort. like their love ballad ship. in azkaban and then they oh like do god. the fake running towards each other really slow i I was laughing like so hard, like it's so funny and but, well like, done. But like, it's also it like as funny as it is, it is also like so touching, yeah, and so yeah. real. Like their relationship feels so du- like like I would I would say that like Harry and Ron have yeah a great little kid bromance, but I feel like. If Hallmark slash Netflix Christmas Cinematic Universe were to make a bromance movie instead of a romance movie, it would be like what mm-hmm. Quirrell and I Voldemort mean, had. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. But at the same time, oh, I yeah. kind of like, they, they're romantic and I love them so much and I want them to get married. I mean, Different as Can Be is one of my favorite songs. And I see some about Jane Austen, and I'm like, Quirrell, I fucking love you. Yes, (laughs) Jane Austen novels (laughs) with goblins and coils and snakes and tomatoes and all my debutants. Oh my god, they're such an odd couple, and I love them. My other favorite ship Mm -hmm. is Draco and Happiness. Yeah, yeah, because he doesn't. He doesn't ever get it. <laughs> or his dad's love. I mean, his dad is Dobby. Dad's love, so. It's true. But... <laughs> <laughs> he probably does. So, uh, right. spoiler for you, Corey. I do believe in the in this senior year, because I haven't finished it, but I've seen bits and pieces of it. Draco eventually, like, his, his overall character arc is to learn to love himself. Oh my god. Right? Isn't that beautiful? And like that's one of those so things. good. And he, and he does eventually get to kiss Hermione. <sighs> well, and then, and then he's like, he's so stunned. 
because then Hermione gets with Ron, obviously. And by the way, though, <laughs> I must say, like, the Harry Potter the season of the year is really bad. But Ron's solo um, about, like, when, in senior year is probably one of the greatest songs in the entire Starkid repertoire. Oh, It is okay. so good. It's, I think it's called I'm Your Man. And it's, like, all about how it's, like, I am not the biggest, the strongest, the fastest, the smartest, but I'm your man. I'm going to save you. Sidekick. Oh, it's it's amazing, and it's That's like a bop. The only song it's a, he sings by yes, himself. I think, is that what it's called? <laughs> yep, it's called Sidekick. I think. Yep, that sounds about right. Listen, girl. Okay. I don't know. Okay, we'll be looking it up. We'll be looking it up after this. Yes, we will. Um. Anyway, uh, I'm sorry. We, we forgot. We forgot something really important we... at the uh-huh. end. Dumbledore's dead and talks to Harry, and then. <laughs> Pig farts is real. Oh my god! Rumble roar! Rumble roar and pig farts has been real this whole time. Malfoy was not like <laughs> completely out of her mind and uh, it was great. I love it. Um, okay. So I have a couple, I have one more fun fact and then we're moving into the net, the last segment of what I have for my notes. Okay. Um, and then, so if you would like to learn, see more uh, or hear more of Dylan Saunders, who's the very talented man who plays Dumbledore, he actually is in, a, he and a bunch of other Star Kid kit people are in a musical called Starry, which is a musical about Vincent Van Gogh. And oh. it's some of, it's really beautiful music. Like, it's like all the Star Kid kids who, um, they do Star Kid when they want to have fun. And they have like, they went and all and did this like, really serious beautiful musical about vincent van gogh and um dylan saunders oh, Dumbledore plays van gogh and is and it it's all it's on, it's on spotify it's on, on spotify. spotify oh okay. so you can't watch it but you can listen to it i don't i think it's like one of those things where it's like they did the music but they never really got to stage it oh okay because of the pandemic um, oh. mm-hmm. yeah i know which so but like it's it's incredible um anyway so now now that you've watched a very part of musical and a very part of sequel. Would you care to watch any of the other star kid productions? I'm going to give you a rundown of each of them. And you're going to give me a simple yes or no. Okay. So a very Potter senior year done at leaky con and has flipping the Vanna Lynch as yeah. love good is, are we going to say a yes or a no? Yes. All right, cool. Me and my dick. <laughs> 2009, Joey Richter plays himself, Voldemort. and Joe Walker, aka motherfucking yep. Voldemort, plays his penis. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, n- no, no hesitation. All right, next one Starship, 2011. Probably the best quality musical that still retains the hilarity. It's essentially Starstrip Troopers meets Shrek. And apparently it's a Little Richter Mermaid, a according to the Wikipedia. And a Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Little Mermaid. Yes. 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 Um, okay, good. Because it's, it's that's one of my favorites. Um, it's super good. Holy Musical Batman. <laughs> Have you se- <laughs> No, but yes, I will mm-hmm. watch it. <laughs> Have you seen the Lego Batman movie? They no. stole the plot of this musical. Oh, great. <laughs> Twisted, 
colon the untold story of a royal vizier 2013 aladdin but make it wicked make it wicked (laughs) yeah like wicked the musical where okay okay that's what i thought but i wanted to make sure so yes i would absolutely it's like wicked but like alphaba like the wicked witch of the west Uh. like it's jafar (laughs) and it's dylan saunders playing jafar it's and it has an entire an entire number with joe walker playing the guy who gets his ass bitten out by um, raja have you seen oh my god i watched a very potter musical and a very potter sequel Shit. you kept telling me to watch other ones and then life i don't know why i like because i remember um you telling Dude. me to watch me and my dick and, and oh my god me and my dick, my me and my dick is kind of like, oh, that's weird, a little weird, a little weird. Um, but like, it's good. But twisted is so. Here's good. my question: Is me and my dick like watching Big Mouth? Kind of, yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, the next one, the Trail to Oregon, the Oregon Trail musical with five main characters and Joey Richter plays. Everybody. How is that yes! not your favorite? You love the Oregon Trail, Mariah. the Trail to Oregon. I love the Oregon Trail. Um, it, to me, personally, there's Fair. not enough Lauren Lopez Fair. in it. Um, <laughs> she's also not a whole lot in Twisted. But um, starting with Holy Musical Batman, we start to see Jeff Blim. Y'all, Jeff Blim is probably one of the most talented people on this planet. I swear to you. But he's... He's fucking crazy. He is the weirdest fucking person I've ever seen. <laughs> and, but he's also, like, in addition to acting be- remarkably in all of these things and, you know, singing incredibly and dancing incredibly, he also writes, like, half of the music for all of these musicals, starting with Holy Musical Batman. Like, he's stupid talented. Anyway, um, cool. the next one, Annie. Which is what happened to Darth Vader between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope? This fucking musical. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My third favorite one, uh, Firebringer, 2016. Lauren Lopez, Draco Malfoy herself, is a cave woman who brings fire to humankind. The best music. It's so good. It's like of all of the musicals that they've made, that one could have been nominated for a Tony like that sounds incredible like it's actually a good musical like it's not like oh it's a parody musical like they came up with the story themselves and it's amazing um it's and it's really starting with firebringer that they started really doing original original stuff um the next one is the guy who didn't like musicals 2018 a horror musical in which the main character doesn't sing and you don't want that (laughs) (laughs) includes the single most ridiculous song in the repertoire Okay. I mean, I feel like that would be way down on my list. No, 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 no. It's, it's you, like that's the one you you watch at Halloween. Followed oh. with apparently Black Friday, which is the one I actually haven't seen, but it takes place in the same universe as the guy who didn't like musicals. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, but I would just like to really quickly revisit Twisted because I really want you to watch it. Um, there is schizophrenia. Aladdin is the bad guy. Princess Jasmine is fucking hilarious. Um, to revisit the song about uh, Ahmed, who gets his 
ass bitten out by his <laughs> there's a whole song about that um and at one point he's like look at my ass because it's joe walker playing. <laughs> <laughs> look at my ass and they're like what happened to it he and then like and he's got all these bodyguards and at one point one of them suggests that he's fucked a tiger and so they just call him tiger fucker the whole excellent <laughs> And it's magic. And it's got the greatest line of all time, which is "He fucked a tiger." <laughs> and then there's uh-huh. another, and then inside twisted, it's got it's a great father daughter story. Um, but there's one of the music, one of the th- songs is like, "I'm not bad, I'm just twisted." And then all of these other Disney characters come out, oh. and um, I don't necessarily want to ruin it for you but i ru- i got it ruined for me and it still is amazing but basically it's like you know gaston comes out and he's like i was just trying to protect the village and this person does that and scar was just trying to solve a- an economic crisis and then Koala <laughs> comes out, i just wanted a coat made of poppies <laughs> and everyone is like oh my god you are actually evil oh get my goodness so <laughs> Fun fact, um, if any of you have watched The Flash, mm-hmm. and you know Cisco Ramon, so he got his yes. start in Starcade. Yes. He's playing music in a very Potter musical. He He's did. over in that corner. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, for fucking real? But he helped write me my dick. I did not know that. <laughs> So he, yeah, he's part of Starcade. I was. Oh my god, what? And I'm like, wait, that's the guy from The Flash, right? And so I look it up, and I'm like, okay, Carlos Valdez, and yeah, it's like, yeah, no, he started in Starkid at the University of Michigan, and he sings uh, Twist. I think it's like the main song, Twisted from Twisted, the pop version, I guess, and mm. that's him. Which I fucking like. Love. That's Cisco Ramon from The Flash, and I just needed to share that fun fact with everyone. That is incredible. I love that. I did not know that. I can't believe that. Like, well, I guess it's also because I haven't really. I'm not really oh. familiar with me and my dick because I've seen. I don't know if he's even. Well, I don't know if he's kind of like. This is a lot. That's what she said. No, no, no. Wikipedia, yeah, same. But he's also, and just so y'all know, um, in addition to Star Kid, uh, like a lot of these people have their own independent uh, production companies, and so you should support them as well. Um, I went to during this pandemic. I got to go to a drive-in premiere of um, the Tin Can Brothers, which is uh, like their newest production, which is Wayward Guy for the Untrained Eye. Um, and that's Joey Richter who plays Ron and then Brian Rosenthal who brilliantly Girl. plays Lupin. I uh, know not Lupin, um fucking Quirrell. And um this other guy named Corey Lubovich who I think has been in some Star Kid stuff, but you know, I think he mostly behind the scenes. And I have <laughs> a signed poster that was handed to you by whom? <laughs> of the Tin Can Brother was handed to me by Joey Richter. Oh my god. <laughs> and my ticket got taken 
by Quirrell by Ryan Rosenthal. And I was like, oh, shit. Uh, I was not I was not mentally prepared for that, y'all. I was like, uh, I, I had a 45 second conversation with Joey Richter and it was the it. best moment of my life. I'm not going to fucking lie to you. That's amazing. All my dreams came true. And then I saw Lauren Lopez in the, in the outside. I was like, Lauren. <laughs> Lauren. Be my friend. With their chihuahua. Oh, my God. Anyway, y'all, that is all I have. Does anybody have any other uh, additional thoughts, Go questions, concerns, now. musings? I don't. Even if you haven't. Go watch it. If you have watched yeah. it, it's time to watch Great. it again. It's just time to do it. Yep. Yep. So what are we loving this week? Mm, excellent question. Please. Yeah. I'll tell you what I'm loving this week besides everything Starkhead. <laughs> um, I'm loving She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. That shit is gay as the 4th of July and it's really good. I was like, oh, I'll just watch it because I heard it's gay. And I was like, oh, I'm slapped in the face with good writing, fabulous characterization, and an amazing story. Yep. What the fuck? Is it for kids? <laughs> I love it that. feels like Avatar, but gay, but lesbian. Yes. It's and it's amazing. Fantastic. And it's on Netflix and you should watch it. That's Sorry. it. Thank you. <laughs> I am loving the Spotify radio feature, um, which we talked about in our playlist episode, but they have really got their game down on that. And uh, I have gone down a rabbit yes. hole of all the music I used to listen to in high school, like Three Days Grace. <laughs> Three days grace. Girl. Breaking Benjamin under oath. Uh, you know, I love it's that. been it's been great. It's been real good. Hmm. In and out is opening in Colorado Springs, <laughs> and I'm Yay! very excited. Yeah, but I'm so excited for their French fries. Very, very <laughs> excited about that. I'm not excited about the lines, but um, for it was. A special treat for me to have in and out as a small child whereas my siblings never really got that so they're like eh. we were talking about it yesterday actually completely off topic you're welcome uh, like nostalgia ret- restaurants we wished would open up nearby and number one was el pollo loco so sarah what are we talking about next week we are talking about emma okay Literally the best part of 2020. All into shit. That was yeah, the, I think that was the last mu- movie I saw in theaters. <laughs> yep. Before, before the sadness. Everything <laughs> in the before time. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to the Drive Time Pod. We're a completely listener-supported show, just like Team Star Kid, which means <laughs> we make money. <laughs> just kidding, we make none. <laughs> They make money. We make no money. We make no money. If you want to get into contact with us, if you perhaps would like to send us an owl or a howler, you can uh, contact us on Anchor, Gmail, and Instagram at the Drive Time Pod on all of those things. Um, before y'all go, make sure that you head back to Hogwarts, back to witches and wizards and magical beasts, to goblins and ghosts and magical feasts. It's all yeah. that I love. It's all that I need at Hogwarts. Hogwarts, man, I'm glad I'm back. Bye. Bye -bye. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.
Bye.